all right people back again another episode of random acts of podcast i have no clue what episode this is so we're just gonna go in man so last year with um with eric we did a podcast where we went over the top 10 mixtapes and top 10 albums of 2017 so this is 2018 so we're gonna carry on tradition and we added another eric so the eric that y'all know the uh <laughs> the one that wears a bonnet we're gonna call him bonnet eric and the other eric's is gonna be the other eric so uh eric i'll let you introduce yourself not bonnet eric you don't talk yet bonnet eric other eric i'll let you introduce yourself because you haven't been on a podcast in a while yo yo what's going on y'all it's eric eric g um Damn man, it has been a while since I've been on the podcast. I, I, I think it's been like since like last year or some shit like that. It might have been last year. I gotta. I kind of lost track, but I think it was last year. Something, yeah. something like that. But you back on. We were supposed to get you on earlier this year, but things ain't work out. But we got you back on. Yeah, yeah, man. I had a death in the family and shit, so you know how that goes. Oh yeah, sorry to hear about that, man. Oh so, yeah, all good. You still with Ill Roots? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, so um. Shout out to the people at Ill Roots. Bonnie, Eric, are you ready? Yeah. You've been kind of quiet, man. You all right? You doing you good, said, man? You said don't talk. Oh, yeah, I did say don't talk. Good, good. <laughs> you usually don't listen, so yeah, I'm shocked you listen this talk. time, man. So shout out to you, uh, Bonnie, Eric. You got anything to uh, say before we go into this list? Uh, I know last year we had an issue. Well, it wasn't really an issue. It's not really a big deal. Well, we didn't really know the difference between what an album was and a mixtape. Well, no, I mean, last year, that was, I think that was like the episode where everybody uh, turned to me. So I see what happens this time. <laughs> I don't know. People like your uh, suggestion when you said, what's the one dude, the white guy, the white rapper? Um, what's the dude? I promoted, I promoted a white rapper. Yeah. What's the white dude that you said rap like Riff Raff? I don't know. I'm in the NOI. I don't promote white rappers. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, white rapper I, that raps like riffraff? Fuck, I don't even know. You're talking about wintertime. That's what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, wintertime. Wintertime's winter, winter not white, so that's where I got What it. is he? He's mixed, I think. Oh, he white, man. I'm sure. That's, that's probably he'll, he'll white rapper. That's crazy. <laughs> is, is, is Drake a white rapper? Uh, no, man. He's he, he not a white rapper, but I haven't seen him, so until I see him, he's white. All right, so y- y'all ready? Before we get into the list, do y'all got any honorable mentions to the? Um, we're gonna do the mixtape first. We're gonna go in. We're gonna go back and forth. We're gonna go from ten to one. But do any of y'all have an honorable mention? Yeah, Louis Farrakhan put out a Hanukkah album this year. You should go listen to that. Louis Farrakhan put out a Hanukkah album. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's wild. I don't think I want to hear that. Why not? I have, a, I have a feeling like in the studio when they recorded that shit, he probably made everybody bob their head. Where they will get killed by gunfire. Imagine not bobbing your heads as an honorable minister, Louis Farrakhan. He got vocals? Nigga, he got a lot of albums, like from the 80s, 90s. I did not, I didn't, I did not know Louis Farrakhan had albums. Louis Farrakhan makes music. I never knew that. I never knew that either. Yeah. I don't think I want to hear it either, but <laughs> if he if he was in the room, I'll bob my head because I don't want to get killed. You think like he'll he kill niggas? They don't. What is he? Uh, Stalin? I'm confused. Like, <laughs> hey, you think he, Joseph Stalin? He's just off a nigga swing, uh, bumping to his music. Hey, he had killed. Um, never mind. But um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> wow. I don't know where you was going with that. Found it. Found it. Found it. Wow. But yeah, <laughs> y'all got any honorable mentions for mixtapes that didn't make y'all list? 
because I got two. I will say this. Um, instead of doing mixtapes, because okay, so I'm gonna tell a quick story. When you text me, I was just waking up and I was supposed to do my list earlier today, but I didn't get a chance to do it. This so in, instead of doing mixtapes, I'm just gonna do um the thing I'm gonna do on my uh on my YouTube channel, and I'm gonna uh talk about albums that were slept on. So while you do while you do the mixtapes, I'll do the things I slept on. So so you just about to name a bunch of like SoundCloud niggas with eighty followers. <laughs> Um, no, that's it's not what I'm about to do. I'm finna uh talk about people that have music on Apple Music. Okay. That don't mean shit. You know how much well, it costs I mean, to put I'm out? That okay, I got you. All right. So um Eric, do you have any honorable mentions? For that list? Um, no, I don't. Oh, damn, you're please. bonnet, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, was um was Future and Juice Worlds was that shit a mixtape or was that an album? It was a mixtape. All right, well then that's my pick. Okay. I got two honorable mentions. I got Saw Baby, um, Squidtastic. Actually, I got this as an honorable mention, but it was kind of a letdown because I thought it was going to be way better than it was. I was going to say, I didn't like that shit at all. Yeah, I like like four songs on it. But I was just wanting to mention it because I like Saw Baby, but that mixtape was definitely a letdown. Compared to the first one, like the first one was amazing. Like I listened to the first one front to back, but this this new one, man, it was a big letdown, and when I had when I had hopped on Twitter when it came out, I was like, "Man, this this mixtape ain't it." Niggas tried to get me out of here, man, but I wasn't feeling Bruh, it. it wasn't the week good. it came out, the week it came out, he dropped the song with R. Kelly. Oh yeah, he did drop that song with R. Kelly. That's what kind of like strayed people off of it, because he dropped yeah. it like right when like R. Kelly had like the drama and whatnot that was going on with him, and then like next you know he just dropped the song with R. Kelly, and everybody was like, "Yeah." This nigga yeah, that uh, shit wasn't smart at all. Yeah, and then when he dropped it, you you notice it wasn't on the label, so apparently he got dropped from the label. It didn't have the song with 21 Savage. It didn't have like none of the singles he dropped. He was coming, he dropped beforehand, so everything was like new, and then when you listen to it, it did have Anime World. Everybody's waiting like years for that song, and then like when, you, when, I, when we finally got the final product, I was like, yeah, this ain't it. Yeah, I was over it by the time I heard it. I was like, alright, whatever. And you know it's bad because he about to drop another one. He's about to drop Wolverine, so he already prepping that because he know the mixtape wasn't it. So he's going from squids to Wolverines now. Yeah, Wolverines. I don't. I don't get what he's uh <laughs> going with it. I don't know. Yeah, he's not on All label. Right. Apparently, like his dad's managing him, and like you know how that goes. Yeah, not well at all. <laughs> all right, my other honorable mention is. Gun and a little baby drip harder. So that didn't make my list, but I got that as an honorable mention. I was debating back and forth if I was gonna put that on my list or not. So I, I feel that. Did it make it? No. No? Okay. Nah. All right. So let's go ahead and get into our list. We're gonna start from we're gonna do Bonnet Eric, and then we're gonna do Eric, then I'll go last. So um we're gonna call you B E because I don't like saying Bonnet Eric. So B E, I'll let you start off. You even call me DP? <laughs> no, I, I didn't say that. What the That's fuck? Crazy. I said BE, bro. That's <laughs> crazy. What DP? What DP? Yo. That's crazy, bro. All right, go ahead, bro. You go first, then Eric go, then I go. So we we'll um, start off ten. Oh, you said you really ain't had no list. So you said you're gonna do the most slept on albums. Yeah, under the albums of 2018. Uh, okay. starting with number ten. I don't even know why this is on here, but hey, we're just gonna go with it, man. It's your uh, list, man. Fulio Six Toven. 
Fulio six toe, So to anybody that don't know, Fulio is a Jacksonville rapper. And um I heard six toven. It was straight. It had some you could tell Zay Toven gave him some throwaway beats. What you thought about that bonnet, Eric? Um, I thought that it was good enough to be in this underrated albums list. And I think that song, um, Crooks, is one of his best songs. Yeah, Crooks is one of the hardest songs out of Duval this year. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, Crooks is definitely one of the uh, best Duval songs of the year, along with Plug Walk by us, by uh, Baby Soldier. <laughs> song crazy. Hey, man, when I first sent you that, you was acting like, yeah, you wasn't feeling that song. No, that song is, um, no, 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 no. I just said, like, I'm not listening to Baby Soldier, but I heard that song. And oh, okay. we said, well, I need two of them things that Crooks. <laughs> <laughs> that, that plug walk. Yeah, <laughs> so shout out to Baby Soldier. That that nigga's, uh, that nigga's really short. But did, um, you, <laughs> did you hear that Baby Soldier uh, mixtape? That shit was pretty bad. Like, I mean, you told me it was bad, but I didn't listen to it. Like plug walk is like literally like the only good song on that shit. Nah, I skipped it because you said it was bad. Yeah, it was like really, it was really bad. He had um. Plug Walk was good, like one of the best songs on there. Mm -hmm. He had a song with like JT from the City Girls that was okay. Mm. I think yeah, that was like one of his singles. It was, it was, it was pretty bad, but it had those two songs were pretty good. Okay, well, if you want to go listen to some uh, some some Jacksonville rap and you want to hear a very good Jacksonville song, go listen to Crooks, Fulio, Six, Toven. With him and Zay Toven, obviously. And you know, it's a story behind that. I, I told you I I worked with a dude that's um. Yeah, his cousin. Yeah, his cousin. So um he's like really he's way older than Fulio. So he Fulio be calling him Unc. So um he was at like Fulio like album release party, well mixtape release party for um six Oven. And like the nigga, the nigga that worked with me, he like an older nigga, he like almost 50. So he looking at the cover and he see a nigga with like in like hell and shit. So the because on the cover, he's like yeah. And like hells, he like on a throne. Yeah. Shout out another fact. Um, the dude that did that cover, he did the random acts of podcast cover. Shout out to John. And he do the he do our t-shirts. He did that six toven album cover. Well, I thought you were finna say random fact about him. He's also in <laughs> hell. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that that's how small Jacksonville is. The nigga that did that cover, he do he did the artwork for random acts of podcast. No, that's all right. Uh, shout out to John. So um he looking at the cover. He's like, nigga, what the hell is this? You in hell? He's like, he was like, yeah. He said, yeah, cause the devil scared of me. <laughs> <laughs> he said he looked at bro. He said, all right, bro, I got you, man. <laughs> wow, man, that, that sounds like something a demon jit would say, man. Yeah, he's like, the devil scared of me. I'm like, all right, bro. <laughs> so, that's, that's 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 number ten on my list. All right, so Eric, what's your number ten? Uh, my number 10 is um, Hood Wolf 2 by Hoodrich Pablo Juan. Uh, I don't think I got that on my list. So, all right. So, I heard that. I didn't really like it. Did you? You So, it's obvious on your list, so you liked it. What did you like about that, uh, that uh, mixtape? All right. So, I didn't like the first tape that he dropped at the top of the year. I don't remember what it was called. I think it was called like Rich Hood or something like that, but I didn't like it because I Yeah, that was terrible. Was, yeah, it was just way all over the place. But I thought that like the I thought I think that when he locks in with one producer, it sounds way better. Kind of like that mixtape that he did with Kenny Beats. Like I just think that like he yeah. kind of sticks to a better flow and then he has better features whenever he does like one project with one producer like the song with uh rich the kid i really like 
He has a mixtape um, with Kenny Beats? Yeah. I can't yeah, remember no, what it's called. It's, it's called, called like a... South Dark. Yeah, yeah, South Dark. Oh, that's, that's Kenny Beats? I didn't know that was Kenny Beats. Yeah, that's Kenny Beats. Oh, that's pretty crazy, y'all. Yeah, that was like one of the first times I heard of Kenny Beats. He's like everywhere this year. Yeah, I want to say that's like his first like whole project he's done with somebody. That's yeah. what put a, pe- a lot of people on Kenny Beats, that South Dark. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, I think the other thing that I liked about it was that um, he he didn't get he didn't rap in the same lazy like monotone flow that he gave on rich hood that's another reason i didn't like it was because he had like had like zero energy on that on that shit like this was way better to me so that's why i put it in mind have you ever seen footage of like him like recording like he literally sits and lays out on a couch with a mic in his hand (laughs) (laughs) that's how he raps It's like some of the funniest shit ever. Like seeing a nigga on a lazy boy laid out with his feet up rapping. Bro, what's that picture? I don't remember when you posted this, but I'll never forget it because of how funny it was. It was a picture of like two chains and he had on like a robe and like a joint in, joint in his hand. <laughs> and he was like, this is how Hoodridge Pablo One looks when he raps. That oh, was yeah, the I remember funniest that. tweet ever, bro. Yeah, I, I remember that. It was like it was yeah, it was two chains laid out. He was like laying on his stomach, smoking a blunt, rapping. <laughs> I'm like, bro, don't you supposed to? I never rap before, but I'm assuming you supposed to stand up. I remember you posted that, and that went on KTT, and they were like, um, <laughs> they were like, Kush Palawan is really paying people off to tweet about him. Oh, oh I remember that. I forgot about. I forgot about that, but now I remember it. Yeah. When I tweeted that shit, it was a bunch. They somebody made a thread on KTT said Puddridge Pablo One was paying me to make memes for him. I was like, <laughs> Nah, wow. I wish. I probably. wish, man. I think Eric probably made that. Bonnie Eric probably made that a uh, post. <laughs> nah, I was like, different you. <laughs> All right, so funny that you said that. Well, with um Hoodridge Pablo One just rapping with one producer, because I got Hoodridge Pablo One The Matrix as number ten on my list. Yo, very I good. forgot that came out this year. Yeah, very good. I think it was six songs, I think. Yeah. Six yeah. songs, all done by um um Brodini. I think yeah, Brodini. Uh Brodinsky. Yeah, Brodinsky. He made um I think he worked with Kanye or something like that. The beats yeah, are pretty much Il- like Il- Ilroots interviewed him earlier this year, like actually like two months ago or something like that. Yeah, he dropped the um he dropped a pretty good um Brodinsky. He dropped a pretty good um mixtape last year that was really good i just heard it this year but it came out last year um very good it was pretty much hoodrich problem one rapping over like edm type like techno beats and once i heard that i was like he needed to like stay in his pocket i know a bunch of people didn't really like it because they used to him rapping like over the trap the slow trap beats so to no, hear i like that over, tape a lot i like that tape a lot that tape was dope yeah it was like really good i liked it a lot so um that's my number 10 hood rich pop and one the matrix so um we will pass it on to be going um i think my next one would be uh seti hendrix he dropped an album it's also a jacksonville rapper I'm Duval, nigga. are you getting paid for this Is oh, yeah. pay over? Yeah, maybe, maybe they're paying me off right hey man um, let's find out you getting payola over here man you it's called that shit it's called Death Before Dishonor, a loyalty over everything. It's a pretty long title. But um yeah, it's really it's good. Like something to do, nigga would do. <laughs> Some really good songs on here. One of my favorites is Safe. 
Um, because uh, I think if like Vine was around, that would definitely would went viral because there's one part of the song where he says, um, <coughs> sweet run off. And I just imagine like niggas making vines of like, I don't know, niggas like running off on bread or whatever you're saying, sweet run off. So that's a pretty good song. Um, I really do like this mixtape, pretty good mixtape. Shout out to Teddy Hendrix. Um, and yes, yeah, really, really about it. Okay, all right, we're passing on to Eric. I definitely need to make a list of all these tapes that Eric is naming. Um, yeah, the 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 next eight, yeah, the first two, the next eight, eight. <laughs> all right, but um, my number nine is uh, Nasty by Rico Nasty. Okay, that's yeah, um, he, did she do that I with just, Kenny Beats or something like that? Nah, he, he's on it, like, he's on it a bunch, he's on like maybe like four or five songs. But, um, yeah, I just heard of her, like, I think, like, last year. And last year, I, like, gave a few songs a listen, and I was, like, kind of a fan. But, um, Nasty, she definitely showed, she definitely showed out on this shit. Like, I, I, I definitely think a lot of people, a lot more people need to pay attention to her, especially leading into next year. I think next year, she's going to have a huge year. And then when, um... When uh, Earl Sweatshirt brought her out, I can't remember what festival that was. That was like a, that was like a pretty big moment because I'm not even that like big of an Earl fan. But even for like him to recognize her, like when he brought her out, everyone went crazy. So I'm definitely, definitely checking for her next year. But yeah, was uh, it Camp Flog? No, I think it was Camp Flog. No, yeah, it yeah. was. It was. Yeah. Yeah, I heard of her last year. Then I really heard of her because she was beefing with um. Bally baby and they was like supposed yeah. to fight because like they're beefing because they like they apparently like sound the same but i think Bally baby is terrible but rico nasty straight i just haven't like gave like none of her songs like any chance like i remember her like on like twitter in 2015 because she had that rugrat song yeah, and it kind of yeah, like yeah, it kind of like went viral on like twitter and i remember her from then but i like never actually like sat down and like listened to her music yeah, yeah, she like I said last year. I was like really the first year that I heard of her, but uh, yeah, she definitely definitely had a huge breakout year this year to me. So yeah, if you haven't heard Nasty, I definitely go check that out. That's a very dope tape. Yeah, she had a um decent verse on that um, Key Seven 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 um Deluxe. He just dropped. He had a song with her on it. It was pretty decent. Hey, hold on. Can yeah, I add- yeah, that's a, that was a dope verse. Can I break some news real quick? What? Uh, Drake is on uh, Instagram uh, singing Shea Davis. Just want to throw it out there. You, you keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I was on. Uh, I was funny because I was on Shea Davis Instagram and he was posting like he was like posting like um, shout outs to Drake. So that's funny that Drake is like actually shouting out Shea Davis. Like yeah. it'd be funny if you give him a verse. Hey man, he must have seen the Queens flip interview. Say man, Shea Davis. He made the news. Police chases. Twelve gauges. He even made the front pages. <laughs> That'll be the only time y'all hear about Shay Davis on Random Mesa Podcast. <laughs> so um, <laughs> let's move on. My number nine, I got Young Scooter Triple Cross. Very, very slept that was on. Hard. Yeah, very slept on mixtape. It was low key, uh, Young Scooter, Young Thug, and Future album. Because they was on like, they was like majority of the features. Yeah. Really enjoyed that. It came out like, Around the time, did it come out around the time um, Future and Thug dropped their tape? Nah, nah. I think last it came out year, after. Because Super Slimy dropped last year, didn't it? Yeah, that came out yeah, last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
So yeah, it came, I think it came out like the beginning of the year, and it kind of got like slept on, kind of like got pushed under the rug. But it was very good. Did you hear Sushi? Sushi. What song is that? That's a song that he dropped uh, like a couple days ago. Young Scooter. Yeah. I didn't hear it. He talks about Gucci in a very interesting way. He says, "Um, like people keep asking me when I'm gonna make a song with Gucci, and then later in the song he says, I'm probably never gonna do a song with Gucci Mane ever again." Oh wow! So, I think. You think he feels some type of way because he um him and Gucci and Future dropped that um what you call it uh what's that mixtape uh y'all help me out hold on say it again oh I know what you're talking about it was terrible the Future and Gucci mixtape the, oh you talking about free bricks one. yeah free bricks oh right. oh you oh. are talking about free bricks okay never mind. oh yeah so I they you dropped about the other one so Future and Gucci they dropped free bricks mm-hmm. and then. Gucci and Scooter dropped Free Bricks too. Yep. And then once Gucci got out, him and Future did another Free Bricks, and they called it Free Bricks too. That's what I. And it kind of like about. it kind of yeah, like thought, erased I it. I thought Free Bricks two point five. Now it's two. Nah, I think it was. Hold on, I'm gonna pull it up. I think it was two point five though. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was Gucci and Future Free Bricks too, and they like added something to the title. Oh, let me see. Future. It's called Free Bricks. Yeah, it's called Free Bricks 2 Zone 6 Edition. Yeah, okay. Well, it's a Zone 6 Edition. <laughs> Why they just call it 3 or something? I, I think you no would probably feel some type of way about that. Um, nah, I don't know what it is because when you think about it, Future and Scoot, Future and Thug don't even talk about Gucci like that. And it's crazy because Thug literally has a song talking about free Gucci. And within a song, he says that he's scared of Gucci Man and what he can get done to him. Like he's like fearing him. Now he doesn't even like talk about Gucci anymore. Well, yeah, did you see one like Thug was was getting at um Gucci? Cause Gucci had tweeted some shit about like he was trying to get gun a contract. Yeah. And then like Young Thug was pretty much like fuck out of here. I held yeah. you down when you came out. So I don't know, bro. Gucci beefing with a lot of niggas, so it might be him. It might be yeah. something going on with him. He yeah, might really be a it. robot. And then uh I don't know, I think it's something with Rollo too. It's a lot. It's, I don't know. It's it's something going on with that though. Interesting. There's a lot going on with Gucci right now. Like, like a lot of <laughs> a lot of the old people that used to mess with him don't really mess with him the same anymore. But um, I have breaking news too. Um, Kodak Black just dropped his track list to "Dying to Live." What that look like? I thought he dropped that like four days ago. But oh, yeah. really? I just seen it pop up on Twitter because he just did an interview saying that he only has collabs with Pump and Lil and Juice World, so he could boost streams. He would never make music with them like outside of that. Oh wow, that's, which is hilarious. That's, that's crazy like, to say, but I respect it. Kodak it is you're right, because those are the only two features on this outside of uh, Travis and Offset. Yeah. What the track list looking like? That's just uh, just those 16, four features. Yeah, it's just it's those sixteen features. songs on it. What happened to the song with Matt Miller? I don't know if he had a song with Matt Miller. He had a picture with him though. I remember. I yeah. I remember when they were saying like he had a song with Matt Miller that was supposed to be on it. I mean, Kodak had pictures with a lot of people around that time. He had pictures with Post Malone. I'm glad that's not out. Um, you not Post Malone Hive? No, I'm not Post Malone Hive. <laughs> I, told you, I told you I'm NOI, nigga. What the fuck? Yeah, but, right, uh, I can tell you listen to a damn Farrakhan album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad Um, I'm glad he came out and kept it real, saying that he would not make music with them niggas if it wasn't for streams. So that's why. Anyway, yeah, I, I fuck with that, man. Yeah. I guess you can go ahead and say you're number eight, um, Bonnet Eric. All right. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, 
I don't know how to pronounce her name, but I think it's Carla Buzlich. Carla Buz Buzlich. I'm gonna say Buzlich. You about to shout out some French rappers? Fuck. No, I mean, come on, man. You think I just listen to rap? I'm not a nigger. I'm sorry about. That. Oh wow! Oh, <laughs> whoa! <laughs> Come on, man. What's wrong with you? God um, damn. <laughs> so Carla Boozlich, Quieter. That's the name of the album. It's a very short album. It's uh, seven songs, but it's 38 minutes, so not really too short. It's kind of exactly. a lot of in there. But um, yeah, it's it's kind of hard to explain. It's like a it's like a um it's like an alternative album. It, it's a lot of uh, experimentation in there. I would like I would say it's experimental. It has like rock elements. It has like folk elements. It's very different, but yeah, Quieter. It's a very interesting album. She has a very interesting voice. She utilizes very interestingly. So, if you want some uh, some some alternative experimental music, listen to Carla Buzlich. Mm, that's B O Z U L I C H, and her name of the album is Quieter. I'm gonna have to have you like text your list, and then like I put it in like the description. All right, might be that might be the move. All right, um, Eric, what's yours? Um, we're on number eight right now. Uh, my number eight is Ethernet by Wi-Fi's Funeral. Mm, shout out to Wi-Fi. Pretty good. I heard. I heard that one. Yeah, bro. Um, from Florida, I believe. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. From okay. Florida. Yeah. Flo- from Florida. Um. Yeah, I became a fan of his around. Uh, I think last year when he dropped, I can't remember the name of the tape he dropped last year. We'll drop two uh-huh. tapes last year, so it could be a couple things. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, I think it was like. Was one the red something cry? Something cry wolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, I know you're talking about. Yeah, he leaked that because I was supposed to come out, but he leaked it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I knew yeah, it was probably yeah, yeah. something leaked wolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That tape was that tape was super hard, and then he was teasing uh, Ethernet for a while, and um, after he dropped it, I really, I really liked it because I really, I really personally like the way he raps. Mm. Number one. Um, and then another thing is that I liked how he kept, he, he didn't have a lot of features on it, but the features that he did have, have on it were like, they, they match perfect. Like Uno, Uno the Activist was perfect on that song. <clears throat> he was perfect on that song. Um, I think who else did he have on it? I think like YBN Namir, um, and one other person, I can't remember who the last person was. But um, and then like all the production that he chooses to rap over is super dope. Uh, Chris De Niro is uh definitely one of my favorite producers of the year, and um, yeah, man, I think that was a really really strong mixtape. I think it was, I definitely think that was one of the most slept on tapes of the year too. Yeah, yeah for always, sure, definitely. I always gotta say shout out to uh, Wi Fi for being my first ever interview. So shout out to him. Though. Oh yeah, I forgot you did interview him. First, that's that's a that's crazy. That was my first ever interview. It was kind of like a, you interviewed him. Yeah, I was the first person I ever interviewed in twenty fifteen. I interviewed him twice since then. So yeah, first yeah, ever. That's interview. lit. So All, right. All right, number eight. I got Shy Glizzy fully loaded. It was pretty good. I wasn't sure if it was a mixtape, but yeah, it's a different. All right, so let me go over what I think a mixtape is before, because um, I didn't explain it at first. Wait, you said Ty Glizzy what? Fully Loaded. Oh, okay. Got you, got you. Yeah, that's the one with the blue cover on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I consider it a mixtape if I go on like live mixtapes and like that Piff and see it. Mm. That's why I consider it a mixtape. If it's for free, if you can get it for free also, 
like on one of the like mixtape streaming sites, that's how what I consider a mixtape because it's kind of hard to like gauge it anymore in 2018. Yeah. Because before they used to like it used to just be on like the mixtape streaming sites, then it won't be on like Apple Music and Spotify. Mm-hmm. But now everything's hitting Apple Music and Spotify, no matter what it is, no matter if it's a DJ drop on it. So cool. if it's on like live mixtapes for free, it's a mixtape to me. And I looked on live mixtapes and fully loaded was on there. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with that. It was pretty good. I didn't now a lot of people really didn't like um fully loaded. They prefer Quiet Storm. I didn't like Quiet Storm like that. The sh- uh, Shy Glizzy tape he dropped earlier this year. I wasn't really a fan of it, but um fully loaded was really good. Yeah, some Did good Foley features. Did Fully Loaded on. have the uh, song with uh, Tory Lanez and Gunna? Yeah, it had that. It had the song with Ross. Um, pretty good features. He had Thug. He had a really good verse from NBA Youngboy. Um, couple of the features weren't needed because he had like a song with like Smoke Perp on there. And, like you could have did without that. It was a really good song though. And um, he had some other ones, some other features that I was like. You didn't really need it, but he also had like some good, like some um, big names on it. I thought it was a really good mixtape. It was like different from him because usually he raps over like the up tempo trap beats. This one was like more slower. It felt like a um, a DMV nigga trying to make like a Ross album. If I had that, like I had that feeling to it. It was it was really good. And he talked about like his homie getting killed a lot. One of his niggas in the um, I think his gang, his uh, crew called the Glizzy Gang or some shit like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of his homies got killed, so he had a, like a lot of songs about that dealing with that. It was really good. I liked it. I felt felt it was slept on. I felt like at first when it came out, people was talking about it, but I don't really see people talking about it anymore. But I got that as my um number eight, I believe. Yeah, number eight. Okay, that's a good pick. I might have to run that one back for sure. <laughs> one of the hardest covers, like like album well covers this year, like project covers. Yeah, for sure. I got Raven. I got Raven Lene Crush. Uh, she's fire. She's, um, singer, she's right? super dope. Yeah, she's, she's super really dope. good. Um, I would profess my love to her, but she like she only date white men, so <laughs> kind of sad. But um, Raven Lene is really amazing. Um, if I ever interview her, I would definitely tell her she likes she date white men. But Wait, um, no, <laughs> how did she look like? Does she is her hair not combed? No, it's not oh even that. God. It just some, she got that look in her eyes, like you know how, <laughs> like like you know how um what's that one crazy chick name that that, that that put out her own nudes? Um, Azalea Banks, right? Yeah, yeah. She like she looked like white men like her, and she looked like she loved us and white men. Like you could just look at it and tell her, you know what I'm saying? Like it's one of them things. But Ray Lene is fine to me, actually, but. It's neither here. They're crush an amazing EP. Um, with her and uh, a lot of features from um, dang, what's 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 buddy from the internet name? Steve Lacey. Her and Steve Lacey a lot on here. And um, yeah, her voice is interesting. What she could do with it, I love her. What Fire the way she does her voice. So yeah, Ravel and they crush. All right, I'm looking at her right now. I don't get that vibe from her. You don't get it. You, nah, I, don't I, don't know, know. I don't know, bro. It's I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Because I do get that from Azalea Banks. I don't get that vibe from her. Well, it's two different things. Like, I don't know. It's just something about her that just say, I love me a white man. Well, I'm not saying I love me a nah, white man, but I'm, I looking just... at, I'm looking at her. She like she fuck with a strong black man. Nah, bro. I, I see know, white nigga see vibes with her, bro. White nigga vibes is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm looking at her. Yo. Like, if, like, for example, 
Georgia Smith looked like she would date a white person, a white dude, but she got a nigga. So it's like uh, I mean, she dated a green nigga. Apparently, what, what Drake say? Uh, what Drake? Say? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna talk about him later on. But yeah, shout out Drake. That nigga Drake said, "Your new man does what I do, but it's way less wavy." He was in his bag, bro. <laughs> yeah, he was, Drake was in his dirty mag bag on that. <laughs> but yeah, I got crushed Raven name, man. So yeah, shout out to her. All right, uh, Eric, I'll let you go. You got thinking number seven. Yeah, yeah, we on number seven. Um. Let's see. Number seven, I got The Marina by Currency and Harry Fraud. Still need to hear that. Yeah. So my thing with Currency is is that Currency puts out like 50,000 mixtapes a year. So it's always hard to keep up. But I feel like this year he kind of slowed down a little bit on like putting out as many projects. So I got a chance to like breeze through them a little better. Um I love when Currency hooks up with Harry Frog because they make they've always made great projects together. So this one was yeah they do yeah. So this one was basically like just another step in the right direction for that. Um, it was it was wasn't too long. That was another thing that I liked about it. Like he kept it short. Um, oh, and then another speaking of Currency, another I'll throw this in an honorable mention for albums. That uh currency Freddie gives an alchemist album. That album is is really, really good. Yeah, Fetty. Yeah, I don't have that on either one of my lists because I didn't I didn't finish that. But from what I heard, it was like really good. But I never finished it. So I didn't add it to any of my lists because I think that wouldn't have made no sense. But let me ask y'all a question. Harry Fraud, is he still like in the producing game heavy? Because I don't really see him that much. I remember he used to do like beats for like um action Bronson and like um and French Montana, like, is he like still producing heavy? I want to say he was just on Action Bronson's last album, if I'm not mistaken. But I um, think he is on Action's last album. Yeah, I think he's on Action's last album. But I, I think he'll, I think he slowed down a little bit. Okay, because I thought maybe like Action, he moved on to like, I know Action was, was working with like party favors and shit like that. So I wasn't sure, like, um, you mean party supplies? Maybe? Party supplies, my fault. Like said party, party, party favors, my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Party. Party that nigga, I don't think that nigga makes beats anymore. Who party supply? Party supply. I went on a nigga Twitter the other day because I follow him. That nigga own a vegan shop. Oh, that's fire. So that, it's fire, but yeah, I don't think he does like beats anymore. Oh, that's crazy. Let me, let me go on this thing while you're talking real quick. He has nothing about beats in his thing. It said, "Go check out my vegan shop." Co-owner mm. of CMO Vegan. So yeah. But well, how many people you heard with party supplies beats besides Action Bronson? Nobody. That's the only reason I know that. Nobody. Is. Yeah. It's probably something like his friend or something. What you playing? Yeah, it's probably his, home, his homie. You make him make beats, yeah. like make vegan sandwiches. <laughs> the vegan sandwich. Yeah, I don't even think that nigga's like a real producer like that. He just probably cool. <laughs> good producer though. It might be Action Bronson. He like, hey bro, let me let me use your name real quick. Loki. <laughs> All right, so some people not gonna like my number seven. I got Jeremiah Tadalasa Mata. So when this shit came out, most people thought it was trash. I liked it. I liked it a lot. So did y'all hear? I that? never listened to it. Never. Never listened to it. No, I thought it was no. straight. Man. A lot of people was like was uh, bashing it. They said Jeremiah, um, his parts were terrible. Said Ty I'm not Dallas gonna lie. Was I didn't listen to it. it. I didn't listen to it because of the last podcast when uh, where, what's his name? What, what's your homie's name? Was trash. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
Ryan don't like nothing, man. He an old nigga, man. <laughs> like, I'm not shocked he didn't like it. Hey, you better stream it all you can because that nigga Ty Dolla going to need all that commissary money, man. man Bruh. He's going to be shit all right. Got, my man's got caught with the pack, bro. I wonder how much he got caught to get like 15 years. He finna be making jail albums with his cousin. You think he... <laughs> <laughs> That's his brother. You talking about TC? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they got like multiple mixtapes this year. That's a fun fact. Who, TC? Yeah, he got multiple mixtapes that he recorded in prison this year. I did not wow. know that. Had yeah. no clue. Him and his homeboy, they, they got like a duo uh, mixtape. Hmm. Yeah. And Ty Dollison don't be promoting that shit? Nah, he posted it. That's how I know oh. about it. Oh, I didn't know that. That's crazy. And I, and, I follow, and I follow his brother on Instagram. He he be like uh, posting on Instagram all the time. Yeah, he's going to be dapping him up soon. <laughs> they, gonna, <laughs> they about to be making a joint mixtape. It'd be crazy if Ty go in and then he get out. That's TC get out. That's, that was, that's what happened with, um, what you call it? You remember Hot Boys back in the day? Arrows went to Hot Boy reunion. They were like, man, we just got to wait till Turk get out. And niggas was waiting on Turk to get out for like 10 years. BG went One, in. Yeah, once Turk got out, BG went in for like 15. So now we got to wait like we got to wait like nine years for this nigga to get out. For a do hot do boys we know what TC is in? Murder. Mm. Apparently, apparently he didn't do it. Them West Coast niggas, man. Because like, I don't mean to switch subject, but you know who else went in for murder? Uh, Hit Boy Daddy. I don't, know if I don't know if anybody remember that, but Hit Boy Dad was like making a run as a rapper. Yeah, I remember yeah. you sent me one of his songs. Yeah, like, he had a song oh. called G's Ain't Supposed to Cry. Yeah, G's. That song was hard. That song Fire. was really hard. That was the only thing he dropped. And after that, he got locked up for a murder. So, yeah. That's crazy. And it was crazy because he was just coming out of prison for doing time. And Hitboy was like, I'm finna get you back on your feet, put you on as a rapper. And then he went right back to jail for a murder. So, yeah. That's crazy, man. But I think Ty gonna be straight. He just, only way he'll go to prison if he got a garbage ass lawyer. You know what I mean? Niggas get caught with cocaine and all that shit. That's famous. But apparently, it right. gotta be a lot that be facing 15 years. Like that's a lot of drugs. You just don't get. I think it's where he got caught too. We got caught in like Georgia or something like that. Yeah, a nigga with cocaine in Georgia. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about no damn tie dollar sign. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they don't give a fuck about that. That's funny. All right, uh, uh, number six. So I'm going to say E Jones Dead Stock Volume Two. Uh, People probably don't know the name. My sneakers. Nah, it's a. Spice Adams always has his music playing. He makes like beats. It's like an instrumental album. And like, uh, I was like, Spice Jones posted some like crazy beat. And I was like, what is this? I was looking in the comments and it's a nigga named E. Jones. He signed to Ninth Wonder. And basically he drops like an instrumental tape like every year. And this is a like, Deadstock Volume 2. And it has just a, like, a lot of good beats on there. And I was just like, this is really, really good. So shout out to Spice Adams. Shout out to Spice Adams. One of the funniest niggas on like the internet, period. Yeah, that nigga's, that nigga's hilarious. All right, Eric, it's your turn. Number six. All right, my number six. Um, I feel like a, a whole bunch of people haven't heard this tape. But um, my six is Lil Black Jean Jacket by ASAP Ant. Yeah, I never heard that. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to keep real. I'm going to keep real. ASAP Ant, terrible. But I can't. All listen. right, so I always thought the same thing. Always thought the same thing. And then I think at like the top of the year, he came out with like this little EP or something. And it had a bunch of production by this dude named Lord Fubu on it. And um, <laughs> I, I interviewed Lord Fubu, shout out to him. 
Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So you know who I'm talking about, yeah. yeah. So, so lower um, Fugu is crazy, right? That's a wild name. That's a yeah. wild name. But I, but his beats are his beats are super dope. Like, I don't, I, I don't even like know exactly. I don't even know like what to really compare him to. Like, but it's like real, like it's like super wavy beats, like real, like low key. And then um, he came out with this tape called Little Black Jean Jacket, and um, yeah, like all the production on it is mostly by him. He's got Hoodrich Pablo Juan on it. He's got uh, ASAP Twelve on it. Um, a bunch of like DMV people that uh, like a bunch of people probably never heard of, but um, he's gotten a lot better at rapping. That's what I'll say is that he's gotten a lot better. He's definitely found like a a pocket that he's good with, and that like. He knows he cut. He knows more so of like who he is, kind of now, and knows what he's talking about. Whereas back then, it feels like he was just like he was just the fifth member of the mob who really didn't have any identity. But like, I feel like with projects like this, he's been able to like step outside of ASAP Mob and like kind of do his own thing. So I feel like this tape was really like something that if you had never thought that he was potential of making anything even remotely decent you should definitely check this out it'll definitely surprise you hold up is asap ant the one that had that shitty verse on bath salt yeah yeah (laughs) yeah okay i i I don't really be knowing the asap i know like a couple of them follow me on twitter for whatever reason but like for whatever reason i don't know why because i really don't run for asap mob that's why i don't really slander them that much on twitter because like a bunch of them follow me i think asap 12 we follow me asap um nas follow me and um i think the other one is asap tie beats like he's in prison he's in prison prison. yeah yeah a couple of them follow me i don't know why but 12 12 followed me for like a month on instagram then he unfollowed me but the only person that still follows me to this day you cannot follow me now. Uh, it's rest in peace, yams. So yeah, yeah, rest in peace, yams. Rest in peace, yams. I'm gonna um, yeah, uh, slander yeah, ASAP like Mob later on too. I'm gonna slander ASAP Mob later on. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you said ASAP and black denim, black little je- black jean jacket, little black jean jacket. And you said he got. Yeah. I'm gonna give it a chance. I'm gonna listen to the song with Hood Rich Problem One off rip. Oh, you're a better man than me. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's I'm gonna at least listen you. to that. At least listen to uh, the hood rich problem one. So I listen to Rich Problem One verse. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna fast forward and turn it. <laughs> Look at the comments. We're like, so people be like, hey, hood rich raps at this part. Yeah. <laughs> just, I just I just I just saved your life. <laughs> that's funny. Oh man, that's funny. That's All right, we had number six. My number six is future beast mode two. Really good EP, him and Zaytoven. Uh, I don't know if it was better than the first one, but I liked it a lot, man. It had um some of the songs I had on my brain don't be working. Hate the yeah. real me is amazing. Hate the real me. Uh that's my number five. 31 uh, days. Really good song. Hate me 31 days. Yeah, song's fire. Had a bunch of good shit on it, man. I liked it. Yes. One right. of um is it besides the juice world, I think that was the only project future dropped this this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, exclusive soundtrack too. Exclusive, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exclusive info. He had two albums planned for this year. Maybe they're halted for next year. Um, that apparently sound like what's the album called? Hendrix. Yeah, Hendrix. Hendrix is a classic. 
So I don't know when those albums are coming out, but apparently he has two albums that sound a lot like Hendrix, and there's a lot of singing on it. So yeah, I think you told me that you said he was dropping like one like regular R and B and then like one for the ladies. Yeah, I can't even imagine what a future album for the ladies would sound like. Hey man, we'll see, man. That's like, bitch, he just call him a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this one but, for you, bitch. The, 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 the R&B one, he just called him a bitch. The one for the ladies called him a sexy bitch. I spice it up a little bit. Hey, man. Exactly. Do, do, do you number five? Because he said his five is uh, Beast Mode 2. Okay, so um, my number five is Don Tolliver, Donnie Womack. Mm. Man, I still haven't heard that take. You got to hear that, man. That shit is really hard. You got issues. I got issues. That sounds hard. Man, he was like he was like in his bag. I wish it was longer than that. So um he signed a lot of, a lot of people they on the As a matter of fact, I'm about to download that right Yeah, they on to um Don Tolliver because he was on Travis Scott's album. What's what's the name of the song? I forgot it. Uh Don't Say. Yeah, Don't Say. He was on Don't Say and like That's a great song. Yeah, so once he got the buzz for that, he dropped this immediately after that. And even though he dropped it immediately, I still feel like this, I still feel like it should have got like more love than what it is. Cause I'm looking at some of these like uh album of the year, mixtape of the year. Listen, like nobody really got them on it. So don't say it's is like featured a year in my opinion. Yeah, that might be hardest guest first of this year. That's, that's sure. I, year. I agree. I got I, agree. I got another featured a year, but I'm gonna save from my album of the year list. Okay. So it's so, those two. But yeah, my number five, Don Tolliver. Yeah, go check that out, man. He he, he bodied that. So I gotta do my number six and my number five. Yeah, go ahead. Um, by the way, I'm gonna let people know I suck at rating things. When people be like, "Hey, bro, what you rate her?" I can't do that. I suck at rating women, people, humans, anything. Hey. So I'm just throwing this list together. I'm gonna let people know that. And Eric, don't Eric, if Anthony, key, huh? uh, Bonnet, Eric, you low key got to do your six, five, and four because you started off. All right, all right, cool, cool, cool. And uh, if Am think he's really finna get the actual order, save that for my real channel, <laughs> you nigger. So let people know this is a thrown together list right here. But the albums of your list, I'm gonna try to curate that for you a little better. But Moody, you know, fire. Yeah, um, you know, another Jacksonville person. Another Jacksonville person, but this guy's not a rapper at all. I think this is, I'm not, it's not even me thinking, this is the best album to drop from Jacksonville this year. <laughs> this is, um, he, he tries a lot of sounds on here. He has like straight up rock songs on here. He's a black guy, by the way. He has straight up just like uh, singing songs where he's doing like Tame Impala type music on here. It's pretty good. It's a quick EP. It's only six songs, but it literally hits everything. He raps at the end of it. Like he does everything on his album. He plays a whole bunch of instruments. Really, really creative guy. Hey, he low-key remind me of um, MGMT. Um, key, yeah, kinda. sure. Yeah, like if that's type of music, if you like the type of music, then you'll probably like me. I mean, you probably like you know. Yeah. You oh, know I'm definitely really to repeat that. What, what, what was it called again? Uh, his name is You Know Y U N O, and the album is called Moody M O O D I E. Yeah, it only got like five songs on it. Yes, is, it's it, on, is it on Apple? Yeah, yeah, it's Apple Music. Real quick, listen, it's uh, it got him on the cover. It's like a black dude. It's like a cartoon type cover. It's pink. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, yeah, it's really crazy. Probably one of the best top five Jacksonville artists ever. Yeah, facts. Um, then we got Mac. Uh, number one being Lil Duval. Um, then we got Mac Ayers, Something to Feel. Very good album. Uh, Mac Ayers is a white guy from, I don't know where he's from, actually. But he's an R&B artist. He's really good. Really good songs on here. He actually has a song on here with my homeboy, Braxton Cook, who's a jazz artist. He probably a pretty good album this year. But Mac Ayers, Something to Feel. It's really good stuff. 
Uh, it's crazy y'all let um y'all, y'all let this white boy Mac Ayers come in and do some fire R and B because this is a really really good album. Hey, we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about that later on the album of the year list. You already know what I'm talking about. I don't, but um, yeah, All Mac right. Ayers, fire <laughs> man, something to feel. And then uh, the next one, um, shoot, Colleen Taylor version EP. Now this came out December of last year, but very late December. That's, so that count. That count. I'm gonna put it on here. Um, Colleen Taylor is that guy I sent you with that song Walls, and you was like, oh. "Who is this?" And um, it was like a couple days ago. But um, I remember, I remember it. Yeah, this guy is crazy. Like, oh man, like I don't know. Okay, so I was on my <laughs> Apple Music list, and I'm like, "Who is this? Like, why is this in my like library? Still don't know why it was in my library." I listened to this EP. One of the this is it's probably the best EP I've heard. It's like electronic music and R&B music in one. And I'm a big James, I'm a big James Blake fan, so you already got me right there. And this guy here, oh my gosh, his brother was in his bag, man. So if y'all listen to anything on here, that's one of the albums that I want everybody to listen to. Colleen Taylor, K-A-L-E-E-M Taylor version EP, like like a AB version, not like a, a version like a girl. So AB version. It's really good. I want everybody to listen to that. Super good. All right. All right, Eric, it's your turn. Number, yeah, number four. Yeah, I just did four. I did three. So you're Bonnie, Eric. Oh, my fault. Eric, number four. What you got? Oh, let's see. My number four is um, Slime Ball Three by Young Nudie. Hmm. I heard that one. Super, super strong tape. Um, no features. Um, except for, no, the deluxe version does have features. It's got um, Future and Black on the remix of Zone Six. But um, yeah, real strong tape. Um, I think he's, I think he gets better with every project that he puts out. Um, I can't remember if Nudie Lane came out this year or last year, but uh, I I knew that I want to say it came out this year. Something. Yeah, I knew I was waiting on something. In, after Nudie Land because I played Nudie Land out like a lot, and um, and then I kind of had to go back to Slime Ball Two for a little bit, but um, Slime Ball Three is super strong. I like how he uh, shows different producers besides just Pierre, even though like even though I'm even though like I fucks with Pierre, like um I, like I'm glad that he decided to step outside of him and hop on other people's beats and whatnot, like uh. Like he grabbed something from Metro. I think he grabbed something from uh this new kid, this new dude named uh Kid Hazel, who's doing a lot of like Twenty One's new stuff. So yeah, I, that was a yeah, that was a super strong take to me. All right, so I just said I heard it. I think I lied. I didn't listen to that yet because I like Slime Ball too. I hate Nudie Land, and it's just like I hated Nudie Land so much. I didn't want to hear listen to the new tape, so I'll have to the go new and tape back is and listen. Way to that. better than New to Land. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to that because I hated New to Land, but I like Slime Ball too. Wait, why did you hate New to Land? It was it just when I heard it. I okay, so when I first heard it, I was just skipping from track to track. I did it just didn't sound um inspired at all, and I didn't really like some of the beats because he was like rapping over Pierre beats mostly, and I like Pierre, but it was just like it just sounded uninspired to me. It was just yeah, sound like he was just going through the motions. So when I heard it, I was just like, eh. 
but I only listened to it one time. And that's another thing I got to stop doing. I got to listen to certain things more than two times. Cause sometimes I like I hate something and then I just go back and listen to it and I'm like okay it sounds decent. So I probably need to go back and listen to um, Nudie Land. But when I first heard it, I hated it. Yeah, Slime Ball Three is much better than Nudie Land. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna check that out for sure. And we on number four. My number four. And this this um year's been so long. I bet people, a bunch of people forgot this even came out this year. Um, number four, I got Kodak Black Heartbreak Kodak. Mm. I really was just good. thinking about that tape today. Yeah, really good. C- can we call it an R and B mixtape? Yeah, why not? Ton of ton of love songs on it. Did a lot of singing. I liked it. Besides the songs where you can tell he was like clearly on like drugs, like his <laughs> jaw was locking up. Yeah. yeah, a couple, a couple. He ruined a couple songs of that. Yeah, that Molly was hitting. Yeah, that Molly was hitting crazy. <laughs> like you could literally, literally tell that nigga was like drooling. <laughs> Isn't Vulture's crowd in there, right? Yeah, Vulture's crowd. He need to redo that. That's the one where like he recorded over like uh Instagram or something like, like Instagram, yeah, Instagram or some shit like that. I don't know why he didn't never re-record. I don't that. I don't get why he recorded on Instagram. Like, I, think I, he, I think he recorded on, on like a jail phone or something. No, because he shot the video for it. There's a video for that song. And it came out like while he was in jail. So I'm like, if this nigga had enough time to record a whole video for this song, I'm pretty sure he had enough time to record this like in a booth. I don't is get it, that. Is it CDQ on the video? No, it's the same thing. Same like, thing? It, but the video is him like it, it's it's like a uh, you can tell it's like iPhone quality. So like they recorded from like an iPhone, like him rapping. And I'm like, was this not meant to be on that? I, mean, I don't know. It's that's a really weird thing. Like, it's it came out when he was in jail. Yeah. So he had a video for it. Didn't do it. See, didn't do it in the actual studio. So I don't, I don't get that. He shot the video of his tour bus, but I'm pretty sure he got a studio on too. So I don't know. It's weird. But yeah, I got that. Favorite song on it with um Bill and Jill. Really good mixtape, man. I think that's his last mixtape he dropped so far. Well, yeah. he about to drop the album this week. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, that's what I got. Heartbreak Kodak number four. So uh, we'll pass it on. Um Adrian Young presents Voices of Gimma. Or maybe that's Gemma. good. That was good. It's pretty good stuff. Um, basically, Adrian Young is a, is a pianist. He basically like composes music. He he redoes a lot of music. Work with Ghostface, he, right? Yeah, he worked with Ghostface. Yeah. That was the first time I ever heard of him. And um, he got together these two opera singers. If I'm not mistaken, they are these two opera singers. They're, they're women, and they just like sing throughout this album. It's like a lovely, pretty album. It's almost like it could be like a score for like a play. I'm surprised nobody hasn't picked this up. I can see this like being like a live score for a play because it's so pretty and glitzy. So yeah, if you like, if you just want some like glitzy, pretty music, Adrian Young presents Voices of Gemma or Gemma. That's G-E-M-M-A. And go to that. It's pretty good. Let me check that out. All right. So pass on to Eric. All right, so my number three is Glock Bomb by Key Glock. <laughs> pretty, pretty good selection. Yeah, yeah, I had I had to pick that one. Um, I I like it a lot better than the project that he just dropped. Um, Way better, Glaucoma. A thousand yeah. times. Glaucoma ain't even on my list. I put nah. I, I put an honorable mention, but yeah, it's way better. I will say that the intro off Glaucoma is one of the like hardest intros of the year. But yeah, uh Glockbond like that that just has song after song on it. Like, yeah, like literally every song, like every song is hitting crazy. 
Yeah, and what's crazy is is that I didn't even like I I don't think I got onto it until like because when did that when did when did uh when did it drop? Glockmine that dropped like in uh February. Okay, yeah. So what's crazy is is that I didn't even get onto that tape for real until like the summer hit. So when I first heard it, I thought it came out in the summer. So like that was pretty much like all I was riding around listening to like all summer, like that and like a few other like a few others that I'm gonna mention in a little bit. But um yeah, like Russian Cream, that's a that's a that's one of the best songs of the year to me. Yeah, he had a bunch of songs on there. He had um Cocky, Hot. Hot was the intro. Hot yeah, Russian Cream Fire Ball Fire. You know fire. All I know is on all I know fire. How I live, yeah, man. It's just, uh, it's just like front to back. It's only like one bad song on it. I didn't really like no no like that. Yeah, I didn't like that song either. But yeah, like if you can, like you can just play it. You can just play. It. It's like eighteen songs. You just listen to that front and back. Glaucoma was okay. A lot of people like like Glaucoma when it dropped. It was trending on Twitter. It was like one of like the top five trending topics. I think Glaucoma is like where he's gonna get all his fans at. But as far as like. The project, it wasn't. It was okay. It wasn't bad. It has a few. It has a few potentially big songs on it, but like overall, Glockbond is it, it flows way better. Yeah, it's just way better, man. Yeah, okay. I agree with that. I think uh, Bonnie Eric, you still sleep on Glock? Uh yeah. Never heard a, a Glock Nine song. So. Key Glock. Heard, I mean Glock Nine. <laughs> never heard a Key Glock song. Harry Key Glock verse, and I thought it was Young Dolph. So why are you still sleep? I don't know. I don't have any. Don't have any. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't feel like listening to ignorance right now. I'm not in my ignorant bag. Okay, man. Oh, you on your you on your, your fair bag. Yeah. Well, one of these people didn't murder somebody, so we'll just move on to that. That nigga, <laughs> name, that nigga name is Key Glock. You don't think he never shot at a nigga before? Nah, then he got a key I, to I, every block in America. You I, think he's, I think he's, I think he's, I think he's an outstanding citizen. I think it's just you a can't even pronounce man. it right. That's how you know you're lying. Keep <laughs> going. Yeah, you caught me stuttering, but yeah, oh, I think no, he's man. an outstanding he, citizen. He yells Glock pretty loud on his songs. Come on, man. <laughs> that, that nigga <laughs> from Miffy. That nigga from South Miffy. You don't think he never shot a nigga before, man? Come, come on, man. Stop it. <laughs> I seen him on first forty-eight, so he good. Come on, free finesse two times. <gasps> Finesse two times still locked up. Yeah, he just got sentenced. What do you got? Five years. God damn. <laughs> damn All right, let me move. I, it was on number three. Yeah. All right, number three. I got Young Thug on the run. Mm. Really uh, solid EP. I think it was like five songs. Had the song with him and Offset, Rocket Man, one of the uh, standout songs. Song with hey, him and Jada Smith. Ain't that a song about Elton John being gay? Mm, I don't know. Okay, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be shocked, but yeah. I'm saying I, I thought know, it was curious for him to redo that song. That was interesting. If that is about that's a job being gay. Rocket Man about why do you say that? I'm oh, saying like why do you why like why is this like Young Thug like what are you trying to say? I don't know what is Young Thug trying to say. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That whole first verse, he was talking about piping someone down. So hey, that's what I'm saying. Like he's he's self proclaiming himself as a rocket man. So no, I, I mean, like he was talking about piping a chick down the whole. Oh, oh, uh, are we sure it's a chick? Oh wow, 
I'm a rapper. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. Hey, man. Oh, Young Thug had a problematic bar on there. He said, uh, he said, I beat my bitch up in G Fonchi. Oh, yeah, that was fire. I'm like, come on. <laughs> it was fire. What? That was fire. <laughs> when I heard that, I was like, whoa, sir. Only rocket men I know is Young Thug, Elton John, and Kim Jong un. That's a powerful trio. So just put that oh. out there. We're definitely gonna have to have a, co- a conversation about Thug later on too. We have it now. That that IG story that he posted today, bro. Oh, he said if um 10, 21 Savage don't fuck with uh rape him. Hold yeah. on, what? I gotta watch that. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, he just he just posted that. It was like him. It was him, NBA Young Boy, and Twenty One Savage, and it was like if. I don't know the exact thing, but it was if pretty NBA much like... If NBA Youngboy don't like you, I hate you. If 21 Savage says F you, we gonna rape you. Oh, that's definitely in the song. He definitely gonna say that on the song. And then NBA Youngboy said, oh, I God. really hope he doesn't. Youngboy said, oh God. So I guess Youngboy's down for the rape, man. You know? Well, young, young boy don't know. He's a young boy, so he don't yeah. know better. But Young Thug should like... He should know not yeah, to that was stuff wild. like that. That was wild. We gonna rape you. <laughs> And he, and he, oh he won't God. apologize. He's not going to apologize for it either. No. Bro, he, bro. he don't care. Okay, you remember he posted that Bill Cosby picture. The fact that the story is still up means that he doesn't care. Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. Like, he posted that Bill Cosby shit and people was trying to get him out of here and he just kept It's still on his page. Yeah, Damn. he don't care. Getting raped by the big three. That's crazy. That's <laughs> like, that's. That, that's crazy, man. But uh, wow, because yeah. I had tweeted when it happened. I was like, Young Thug might be remedial because <laughs> should know not to post stuff like that by now. I could see that in a bar. Like I, I'm, I'm telling you, he's gonna yeah. I could see it in a bar, which is yeah, so which is I. crazy. He gonna be like, if Young Boy don't like you, I hate you. It's if Savage don't, if Savage don't, if Savage say fuck you, we gonna rape you. And he gonna say it. I'm telling you what. I ain't saying that shit. Um, no. I'm not saying you gonna say it, but he gonna say it. Yeah, it's, and that's the sad part. He should know better, but hey, man. So, uh, Bonnie, Eric, go ahead and do your number two, man. Um, <laughs> I can't get over. That's really wow. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, that's crazy. Um, okay, so like I said, this is not in any order because this is not my number two, but it would be in the list somewhere. Um, one way Frank NFL. NFL is not for National Football League. Is for nigga from Lauderdale, and <laughs> <laughs> I still gotta hear that. And Didn't he uh, do like a Madden cover or some shit? No, it's a it's an NFL Blitz cover. Come on, man! <laughs> That's so wild. It would have been bro. crazy if he would did like an NFL Blitz cover, and it would have like the FBI run into a nigga house. Hey, Blitz <laughs> nigga. <laughs> <laughs> with, the, with the blitz logo on. <laughs> That's a real NFL blitz. <laughs> FBI running in a nigga crib. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Can you, hold on. I, I'll pull it. I'm tripping. I can pull it up myself. I'm going to pull up the cover because I want people to see what this cover looks like. And the expectation that I had was completely different from what I got. Because he looks like a regular Florida nigga who finna make like, you know, like like Kodak type music in lamest terms. But that's not what I got at all. Um, nigga from Lauderdale. That's crazy. People are not going to see this, but y'all going to see it. Whatever. I forgot. This is like a podcast. Yo, even watching you spell it is wild. <laughs> all right. So, nigga from Lauderdale. This right here. Like, this looked like you're going to make some ignorant nigga music. Bro, that was like, like, yeah, like NFL Streets. Guess what? Oh, well, I said NFL yeah. Blitz. My fault. NFL yeah. Streets. My fault. 
Um, but yeah, this this album is literally him like rapping and singing over like 80, 80 disco music. And it's really weird. And I was really? not expecting that. Like the first song literally sounds like play play the first song real quick. It's, on, it's on Apple Music? Yeah, play the first song. Okay. Like it and not everything is like 80 disco music, but everything I is feel like, like I've heard of this dude before. Not conventional rap beats. You may have. His name looks mad familiar. He's been on a couple stuff. One way Frank. Yeah, play um whole lot of cash. I'm playing it. Is it not playing? And my my um my shit might be acting up. I'll play it if you can. Yeah, go ahead and play it because um yeah. my shit acting. Up. Whole lot of cash. Basically, I wasn't expecting that. I thought he was going to talk about shoot niggas in the face. Wasn't talking about that throughout the whole album, and it just threw me off because that cover looks really like niggery. But I didn't get what I wanted. But it's I like the album. Not gonna lie. He got a song in there called um Balling Like Kobe. Or is that on here? He like ball. Oh, yeah, it's called Black Mamba. That's a really good song. So it, I don't know. It's I don't know who this album is for, to be honest with you. But you know, you might like it. You might not. I can't really. I don't know who to suggest it to. But it's it's interesting. I'm gonna check it out. It's not like he like rapping over like some um. It's like some Fergie beats or some shit like that. Yeah, it really it's, is. It's like, like weird. It's like weird. That's kind of like a um. That's like kind of like a, a Miami sound almost. Really? That's that's how them sound. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that because that's that that's that sound like that um that terrible song that Drake had with DJ Khaled. Yeah, to the max. Yeah, that's oh, that song was terrible. The beat was fire. They were trying to recreate a feeling, and it didn't work. Yeah, it just like he shouldn't have had Drake do it. Nah, he should have had like a Florida nigga do it. Yeah, so one of them niggas like grind mode or some shit. Yeah, are they alive? I hope so. Didn't they make a uh uh what's what's song called? What's the big song? I'm I'm so high. Huh? I'm so high. No, I remember that song. That song was huge. No, 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 no. What's up? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a some animal. It was like I'm a, uh, I'm a lip biting animal. Ain't ain't nothing. Yeah, but that's not a bigger song. I didn't know they made. Uh, yeah, they didn't. They made that. Yeah, yeah, because Kid Cudi remixed it. Yeah, I, yeah, I know Cudi remixed. I didn't know that was Grandma though. I thought I thought their biggest song was um I'm a lip biting animal. They made that song, but that's not a bigger song. No, yeah, I mean, yeah, of course, uh. Um, I get high as a big song. Yeah. Uh, where are we on two? Yeah. All right, Eric. I like you. you got two. All right, my little two is harder than ever by Little Baby. Harder than ever. All right, I got confused because I thought I got that as an album. You got that as an album? Yeah. I'm that might that's my mistake because I think it was a mixtape. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. I I was confused on that one too, but um, yeah, that was definitely. Huge standout project of the year for sure. Um, 
obviously had the uh, what Yes Indeed with Drake on it. Um, I thought the intro was really strong. I thought the song uh, with Starlito was really strong, even though I don't write Starlito's verse particularly. Um, I thought the song, the solo song with Gunna was really strong. The song with Gunna and Lil Uzi was strong. Um, he had a bunch of good songs on there. Like he definitely, he definitely broke out with that tape. Cause I, I really, cause the other thing is, is that um, the tape Street Gospel, it's okay, but his Still haven't heard that. It's okay. It's it's nothing. It's nothing. It, it's nothing incredible. Like you can, like if you heard it, you'll probably only listen to it once. But um. What was I going to say? Uh, what's the tape that he came out with before Harder Than Ever? Some um, hard in the title, too, right? Too hard. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that tape, too. And I thought that uh, Harder Than Ever was, like, a really strong follow-up to that. So, yeah, that was definitely – yeah, Harder Than Ever, that's definitely one of my favorite projects of the year. I want to like Lil Baby so much more than I do, but I can't. I want Lil Baby to be a different artist, to be honest with you. Like, like personally, I want Lil Baby to be, like, more street. But a lot of his music isn't street at all. It's just, like, rapping about, like, like clothes and, like, money and stuff like that. But like, I feel I like that's more Gunna. I don't feel yeah, like... That, yeah, Gunna's, Gunna's on that wave. Gunna's on the more street wave? I don't think Gunna like that. So. No, no, I, no, Gunna's more on the, oh. like, fashion and, like, yeah. rapping about clothes. I, and... Like, like, I listen to Lil Baby and, like... I don't know, like, I want him to be, like, more, like, because when he does a singing thing, I want him to, like, I, I want Lil Baby to sing about pain, because he talks about the streets a lot, and I would imagine if he grew up in the streets, he grew up witnessing a lot of pain and struggle. And I don't Now, that's one thing that I'll give him on street gospel, is that he does do a better job of balancing that. Yeah. The thing that I don't like personally about street gospel is the production. I think the production mm. is way better on, um, on um, Harder Than Ever than it is on street gospel but as far as the content he i will say that he's he he continues to get better at rapping every every tape that he that he goes in on and yeah yeah, street gospel if you want to hear him talk about that it's definitely especially like this like the song with meek mill i really do like that song um there's a few other good songs on there but i just thought harder than ever was a stronger project I don't like. Well, let me not say I don't like Lil Baby, but one of the things I don't like about him is he he ODs on the auto tune. Like, not every verse needs an auto tune on it. That's what I'm saying. Like, I want him. To, like, I want to feel his pain sometimes. I can't though, because like he used so much auto tune, or he's like singing, and the singing isn't really like conveying a lot of emotion. Like, I don't. know. I want him. I feel like he could be better than what he is. A lot of the times, also, his beats don't match what he's rapping about. I can feel that. I listened to um Street Gossip, and this is a couple songs in there that was pretty cool. Like a song called Pure Cocaine. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was a cool song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like that's, on, that's cool on song. Drip Harder also, I felt like Lil Baby had the weaker parts because he was rapping over like gunner type beats. Mm-hmm. And like those beats don't cater to him at all. Yeah, so, he drowned. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, he didn't drip at all. He yeah. drowned. He that drowned. So, yeah, that tape was. I I wanted to like it a lot more than I actually did. I had low expectation going into the gate, so that's why I like. I think I ended up liking it because I thought it was gonna be terrible. I it's not I was, that I didn't like it; it's just that I thought it was gonna be. It's just that I thought it was gonna be better. It, yeah, a lot of people was going in saying, "Man, this shit about to be a classic." I was going, in, "I like, man, I hope I like two songs on it." 
So I, no, I knew it wasn't it. gonna be a classic because yeah, niggas was excited for it. I was like, man, this album's this 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 is. I don't think it's gonna be that good. When I heard, I it, think I think Devin says sold out. They need to be nominated for um a country Grammy. So that's why niggas like. Devin's mentally challenged because that, <laughs> that doesn't even sound like a country song. That is one of the best songs of the year, but that's all right. I don't know why they didn't put sold out dates on it. A country Grammy. I don't know why they never made a video to that. Another good question. That song is pretty good. Uh I guess I'll do my my number two. Now, a lot of people are gonna have this on the albums list, and this is not an album. I'm already seeing people saying this might be album of the year, but it's not an album, it's a mixtape. But um, so I'm gonna be a well actually ass nigga. And my number two is Key 777. Really good mixtape. Um, every beat is done by Kenny Beats. Um, favorite songs on there, hard intro, demolition one and two, hater, one of my favorite songs this year. Um, Kelly Price Freestyle, Dig It Toronto. I like Love on Ice, but I like the new version of Love on Ice with um Black. Six lack to all the other people that don't uh <laughs> not familiar with him, but it was pretty good. What, what y'all felt about uh, Key Seven Seven Seven? Exactly. Why do you say that's a mixtape? Yeah, why do you, I was just about to ask you the same thing. Why? How do you know it's a mixtape? Oh, it's available on um. Well, I'm looking. I'm looking at his um, Wikipedia right now, and it doesn't have. Well, we all know you can change a Wikipedia. It doesn't have an as a mixtape. Also, it's available for free on hot new mixtapes, live mixtapes, that piff. It's on SoundCloud. It's on um everything is on SoundCloud. Well, I'm not saying everything is on SoundCloud. Yeah, everything's on SoundCloud, but it's also it's like available. It's on hot new mixtapes. Yeah. It's on um it's on everything. I'm looking at it right now. It's it's on every free like mixtape service. So okay, I'll give you that. I, I definitely have that on my albums list, but that that's cool. Whatever. Yeah, I'm just being a, I'm being a well actually nigga. So you got to. Nah, that's cool. It's cool. But, but yeah, um, that's that's one of my favorite projects of the year for sure. Um, because you yeah, can also I, consider it a mix. You can also consider it an album because he just dropped the deluxe version to it. Yeah, and people really don't really drop deluxe versions to yeah. mixtapes, but so it's just like I'm just being a a technical ass nigga. So no, nah, you good. You good. It is what it is. I guess we go ahead and do the number one. So uh, Bonnie Eric. Um, like I said, this is list is all over the place. So I'm just gonna go with August Green. Pretty good, pretty good list though. August Green. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna go with August Green. August Green, self-titled August Green. I don't know if anybody knows who that is, but it's apparently a group with who's in there. Um, let me see who's in there real quick. Who's in August Green? Uh, Kareem Riggins, Robert Glasper, and Common. Oh, I heard of this. So yeah, I have too. It's pretty good. Like every song is good. Like Common is rapping really exceptionally. If you know you going if you know Korean Riggs, you know you're gonna get some good stuff. You know Robert Glasper will give you some good stuff on the piano. So yeah, I think it's really good stuff. Um, and yeah, I think Oz Green is like a really really good album. Everything is good on there. Like there's nothing bad on that album. Like from instrumentation to the rapping to the features where people are singing. So yeah, Common coming with the slave bars. Um, you already know he coming through with the with the nasally voice, like going in, like he's tired. <laughs> so yeah, it's pretty good stuff. Brandy's on the album, like it's it's Brandy. Yeah, shout out to the vehicle. She took a break from her, uh, huh? <laughs> what you say? What did you say? I ain't say that, man. You say shout out to the vehicles? 
I said shout out to the vehicular manslaughter gun. Oh, same thing. All right, that's crazy. All right, we're, we're going to leave it on that right there, man. <laughs> August Green is a really good album, man. We're going to leave it on that. All right, Eric. You got your number one? Yep. Uh, my number one is uh, Drip Season 3 by Gunner. Very good. Drip Season yeah. 3. Yep. Uh, actually, uh, I need I need my ass beef for not even have that on the list. Oh yeah, I think, I, I, think I forgot yeah, about do. that. Oh yeah, you're wild. It came out really early, so yeah, it, yeah. It came out really early, but I think that. But I listened to it throughout the year, so I don't know why I don't have it. Hmm. Yeah, that slipped. And my that's mind. the reason that it's my number one tape because I think that out of every tape that dropped this year, it's the one that stands alone out of everything, and the one that to me lasted the longest out of. This year, like I can still, I can still play every song off that tape, and it doesn't sound old to me. Whereas, a lot of stuff that has come out this year, because we've gotten so much music, it's like a lot of thing is a lot of it is like real, like microwave, like in and out. Yeah. And I think with Drip Season Three, it showcased that he had the because. One of the things the, that I liked about it was that it was such a step up from Drip Season 2, and I really liked Drip Season 2. But I think with this one, he really showed and proved that like he could be a solo star and could break out on his own from Thug and yeah. you know from everybody else. And as you can see from the rest of this year, he's pretty much demonstrated that by... I mean, ever since that tape came out, I've seen I've seen him on damn near everyone's album or tape or whatever. So, yeah, he, um, he had a monster year. He was on Usher album. He was on Mariah Carey album. Yeah, I was, was super on late on, he was on a bunch of different albums. The first yeah. time I really heard of Gunna was when we did the Hot Sauce video. I don't know when that was. When was that? Um, like around like April. Like I knew of him, but I just didn't, I really never listened to him. But they would yeah, just I remember, I remember, with I sent you Drip or Drown. You did. Yeah, that was a great EP. That was a right. that was a great EP. Like in the like this summer was the first time I really heard um what's the one song uh like what's like his biggest song on that Dripper Drown album? Dripper Drown. Dripper Drown, yeah. Who the yeah. Rats with the good where yeah, that's right there. I, I just heard it on the summer. I was like, yo, this is amazing. So yeah, shout out to Gunner, man. Yeah, monster year, man. I don't know why I didn't have him. He's even he's like right now he's selling more albums than thugs, so I don't know. That's gonna cause friction later on, but yeah. I don't think Doug cares about that. To be honest with you, man. I don't think he does either. I don't think yeah, a lot of people. If you're making rape jokes, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a lot of fans care about album sales more than the rappers or more than the artists. There are artists who obviously care about their album sales, but I feel like a lot of artists really don't care about the album sales like that. It's all about touring now. If you can yeah. tour now, then you're good. Definitely, they like they can care less about how much they sell first week, unless, yeah, unless you can, like Nikki or somebody. If you can hit a festival stage, or if you can hit at least three festival stages a summer, then you're yeah. good. Yeah, Action Bronson probably cares nothing about what he sells first week. Yeah, like he's on every, he's always on every festival say, even when he doesn't have an album out, because he's just that type of yeah, like live set person. Like same with Travis. Like Travis doesn't have to album have an yeah. album out. Like he can perform whatever he wants. Yeah, I, but I will say I do think Travis cares about themselves because he definitely went out his way to get that number one. I don't know if anybody's seen that, but yeah, um, I'm talking about when he sold his like something for like sixty nine cents or some shit. Like that. Yeah, he was he was selling barf bags, like bags you could barf, like bags you could throw up in basically, and like it came with the album, and like he sold like a Skrillex remix to Sicko Mode, 
and it also yep. came with the album. He was selling everything that came with the album, and it got him number one. And um, apparently the billboards investigated him, <laughs> like to see if it was like legitimate number one, and they gave it to him. But yeah, um, a lot of Ariana Grande fans were like really mad at that because they think he stole it from them. Or stole Nikki was doing. Nikki was doing the same thing though. Yeah, six nine. Yeah, everybody, everybody's been doing that. Like, yeah, everyone's been packaging their album with. Like Twenty One's even doing that now. Like Twenty One just dropped like his merch pre order stuff and like it has like it bundled with the album everyone's doing that now so I, i'm not even too mad at travis for doing that because literally everyone's doing that what is 21 merch like a pistol or something like i don't know what 21 like what, what fits 21 he used to have some good merch back in the day i haven't seen none of the new stuff but i remember he used to have like you know like the supreme logo he used to have like ones that used to say savage on it Mm. Yeah, like, um he's all kind of cool pretty good merchandise surprising him i don't know season. what his merch looks like now i didn't see it they probably definitely would have cease and desist if he did that now. Yeah, that's why um Travis Scott, like, he winning because he got, like, better merch than everybody. Like, yeah, his, his, stuff march, actually, his march is crazy. Yeah, like, his stuff actually looks cool. So just tell him, like, step your, step your game up. Because I was looking at Nikki merch. Like, she was selling, like, dumbass tees with like, her and, like, 6 9 on it, kissing. That's so – well, no, I think people's like, whole thing to... is they don't like the bundle idea. That is, they think it's, like, cheating. Like, basically – you sell them like you sell a. Wait, uh, why is it only cheating when twenty? I mean, not twenty. Why is it cheating when Travis do it when they? All well, no, 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 no. I've been seeing people complain about that all year because like people have been doing that for like like that's been like a thing this year. Like we're doing the bundles or whatever, and it comes with the album and like basically to like get a number one or whatever. So I see a lot of people complain about that. Hey. I mean, what are you gonna do with this when the streaming wars are still all messed up? Yeah, like I said, I don't really care about the numbers like that. But I've been. Yeah, saying, I mean, I don't either. All right, my number one is Key Glock Glock Bond. We just basically just talked about that, so we could just move on. So that's um that's our top ten mixtapes of the year list, and um I guess we can go ahead and do the albums now. Uh-huh.